frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. Margaret Eri Fiend coming out. You stick on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for this. He's going to bump for it. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Florence, sitting here opposite the one and only. Grado himself. Right, uh, you been busy this weekend, mate? Yes, I. Uh, yes, I was a busy schedule on the road. Uh, I wrestled at Claybankton Hall on the Saturday afternoon, and then on Sunday night I wrestled at the garage in Glasgow in front of the ICW Loyal Faithful. The ICW Loyal. Yes. ICW CFC Supporters Club. Not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, you, you <laughs> were a hard-working professional wrestler this weekend. I was, mate, and I worked with an injury on Sunday night. Because oh, yeah. I hurt my head. I don't know if I get concussed, but I certainly turn a serian because when I landed on the ground, I was seeing stars and I got heavy deja vu. During the match? Butlins, that's that's what I remember. See as soon as I went. Well, is that not <laughs> See, because. Double, were, what'd you oh, call that? Know. Is yeah, that not because you were a wrestling kid fight, though? Because you, he does the camps, right? That, that, mate. Oh my God, I never thought about he it like does that. Do the camps, not Aye. Right. What do you call that? The, the double clothesline? Done that, and I kind of landed awkwardly in my head. Seen stars, deja vu. That's basic. That's like basic a basic bump, right? Aye, and I can. It just shows you. Just shows you. You need to be. <laughs> you need to be there, mate. You need to fucking be. You need to know. You need to shake your rust off, you know. and you need to be mate. on point, mate. Oh, mate, that is absolutely spot on. Ring rust is a thing, mm-hmm. mate. Because I mean, remember when we, when um, we done the match at uh, Kelvin Bro? Was that see how when we put the ring in the comedy unit? Now, for you, you don't know the comedy unit is the production company for the likes of Scott Squad. Burniston Burniston Or that carry on And we set up a ring Was that your first time Taking a bump Or did, had you Had you previously Went to I'd SWA take, and done a, a couple of bumps I've taken bumps Before that A few times I've taken bumps Back in the day With SWA training camp How? I've taken bumps um, Another time Training with Big Barry Showed us some bumping aye. So aye How did, did you Did you like bumping uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say I liked it, mate. I wouldn't Aye. say I would. Did you find it, sir? I wouldn't say like last night I'd go out, I'll go into the kitchen, do some bumps. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not really my favourite. <laughs> my favourite. On the kitchen day. flare. What are you doing? What are you doing? Just doing some bumps. <laughs> bumping in the flare. <laughs> see, the thing is, I love bumping. You I love just, bumping? Aye, aye. See, that. Well, I see, love see, selling. I love see selling. when you turn that corner and you, you get and you do it right. Mm-hmm. See, because you, you know, you, the first you time you do a bump, right? The first time you, you try and bump, mm-hmm. everything's all landing all at the fucking all at different times, and you're like clatter. Aye. You go down, but see, the first time you do a proper Connects. nice sn- snap, and it's nice, and you, it's a full connection, and it's a nice bump. It does feel quite Aye. satisfying, doesn't it? The first person to show me to take a bump was uh, Drew Drew McIntyre, right. and he explained that it is what you need to do is just bend down, right, and pretend there's a rug under your feet, and uh, and I'm going to pull the rug. And then when you pull the rug, you're going to take the bump, okay? That's the way he kind of explained yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. No, that was on gym mats and a post like, office in East Cobride. It's not like fondant. It's weird, isn't it? It's no like aye. fondant. Aye, it's no... You, aye, if you get punched, you're not going to... 
you know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. You're fucking sorry, mate. Your sounds, but it's I. It's unnatural, mm. you know. But I, when you you do, when when things start clicking, it is a good feeling, you know. Aye, when aye. It, I, you know that is a good bump, a good mm-hmm. bump. So anyway, a good weekend of pro wrestling. I, and uh, f- shout out to the uh, fans in ICW that was ch- chatting chips using Donald Meat. Aye, mate, it's getting over. We need to implement this into a, you know what I mean? We've got to do something with it. Aye, we've got to do something with it. We need to pull the trigger now. It's dangling, it is dangling in front of us, man. We're just, we need to, we need to, it's going to be good as well. It can't be a gobbledygooker. No, man, it's going to be serious. It's going to be something good. Aye, chips, cheese, and donut meat. Well, we've had a lot of correspondence for last episode, Grado, as is the norm. I had a lot of fun last week. Thanks to everybody that can get involved in a review super showdown in a GIF, or a GIF is actually how it's properly pronounced. Is it a GIF? It is a GIF. Uh, Martin Brown. Now, this is in reference to, I'm assuming, um, Goldberg beating The Fiend, right? Uh, Martin Brown had Ross from Friends saying, why would you do that? So I'm, I'm not, listen, I'm not going to fucking redo people's gifts. I'm not doing that. I'm not reducing myself to, I am a trained entertainer, comedian. I'm, I can't believe I'm reading it. Dennis had Anakin Skywalker with a lightsaber ready to slaughter the younglings. Um, Steve-O left it... Michael Steve-O left it with Goldberg looking pumped saying the saviour has returned. Now, that's interesting. How do you feel... How are you feeling, Grado, about the whole Goldberg beating the fiend? Right. Well, I love Goldberg, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know how... I'm in in two minds with it. Does it kill his character? Nah. I don't think it does. No. I don't think it does. I think people are overreacting. Goldberg squashed everybody. Aye. Everybody it's a squashing, that, mate. Everybody that exists. It's Goldberg a squashing. Them. Aye. It's a squashing. For me, it's a simple equation. Who do I want to watch at WrestleMania? Roman Reigns versus The Fiend or Roman Reigns versus Goldberg? And there's no, there's no fucking doubt I want to see Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Oh, That's absolutely. Why would I want to see Roman Reigns versus The Fiend? Well, Exactly. And uh, nae harm to Bray Wyatt. Nae harm to big guy, but big I, fella. I still, I'm still waiting for that brilliant Bray Wyatt match. Aye. Still waiting? Well, I've, Still waiting for it, mate? Aye. I, I, I like his entrance. I don't like that belt. I, I think they're getting carried away now with folk when they win titles and doing their own things with the belts. Aye. Just leave the belt alone, man. I think... You know what I mean? Aye. Who is that? It's a Halloween prop. I know, that's ridiculous. It's, come on. That's ridiculous. Speaking of Halloween props, and we'll get to this later probably, right. Big uh, Eric Rowan's, the thing that was in his cage, do you know what it is? What? Oh, we'll get to it in a minute. Right, really cool. doesn't know what it is. Um, did you watch all that Super Showdown? I watched... Did I watch all yeah, I did watch all yeah. Who did you think of Taker and AJ Styles? Just the choke slam and that? Um, was it a choke slam? Or was that's it a... fine. It was just a bit of daftness, wasn't it? Aye, aye. What else was on it? Ricochet, mate, there was three squashies, weren't there? There was. Oh my god, I love the Ricochet match. Oh, I thought what? it was. Right. I love the Ricochet. No, that was, that was definitely the best one. Why would I you... thought it was brilliant. I thought that was excellent. Producer so John I've, is I, reacting. You know, see, yesterday, man, I had, um, I, I've watched Hunters of Brock Lesnar stuff recently. I think it's amazing. I, a lot of wrestling fans go after not at it about how Lesnar just fucking mows through folk, but I love it. I think it's brilliant. That's it's me. real. That's how it should be. Fucking mate. Listen, here's here's what's beautiful about that Ricochet match. Ricochet. Bet you, I bet you. Did they, you watch the build up? Did you watch the promo video they aye. played before it? Mm-hmm. Where it's Ricochet going, why know me? Aye. Why could I know? You know aye. what I mean? Aye. And the beautiful thing was, you say, why know you? Because you're a wee fucking tiny wee baldy guy. <laughs> you're a wee tiny wee guy that brought Lesnar could fucking kill just by looking at. There's no. I can assure you, I bet you they spoke about that match for about ten seconds. <laughs> Didn't he? He's just he's just went there, just feed for me. I'm going to nope fuck at you. Aye. 
and hit you in F5. And Ricochet would have been like... Shiny self all day. About, <laughs> I, it, it'll have been shiny self all day, but it'll Aye. also have been delighted and happy to do it. Because Aye. that's, you know, you, you, you wrestling isn't just about... This is the fucking problem, I think, with people out there. Wrestling, I think, but I think people out there think that all wrestlers want to date is go out and make themselves fucking look good. I like wrestling has to be a total... Like, everybody has to come out looking good and all that. And it doesn't... It doesn't harm Ricochet one bit no. to get a doing off of Brock Lesnar. No, no fucking one bit. <laughs> Not um, but but this is the problem. The problem is you. This is why you end up with all these people up near the top of the fucking curve that shouldn't be there. If Ricochet beats Brock Lesnar, right, or even puts up a good fight against Brock Lesnar, then you can make the argument that the Ricochet should be in the world title picture, and he fucking shouldn't. He? Mm. He's a fucking mid curved like a fantastic fucking performer, a brilliant wrestler. But By some athlete, you, man, you don't want to have these guys. That's that's not what wrestling's about. Aye. Wrestling's meant to be it's the fucking it's the, the, the three ring circus in it. It's the, the fucking whole picture across the well, whole. See that Lesnar and Ricochet match for me that's wrestling. I, that, for me I, I I got a buzz with that. But what makes it even more exciting? I'm not taking up loads of time here talking about Ricochet, but Mavi Lassie loves Ricochet, right? And we were watching Super Showdown together, right? She's 13 years old, and I says Brock Lesnar's going to kill Ricochet here, right? Mm-hmm. I says to her, and she says, I bet you he does, not I says, I bet you he does. I says, I bet you two quid. Right. And she went and actually gave me the fuck. She says, there's the two quid, right? And, and watched the match. And I was thinking to myself, they're going to let him get a couple. He hangs in a wee flip, a wee kind mm-hmm. of surprise and hang me. And I've never been more satisfied watching the rest of See, seeing Hope's face, man. Seeing Ricochet getting absolutely Devastated. fucking destroyed, man. It was fucking magic. But you know, that, had, magic. that had made an impact on her, I think, huh? for a kind of oh my god, wrestling's unreal Aye. point of view than if she'd seen them both get a wee bit in Aye, a, b- a back I mean? and forth. Yeah, Whereas that was Mary a, it was Mary a moment. It was like, oh my god, that guy is a monster. And Aye. she hates Lesnar. Aye, I can understand why he went. fucking hates Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? Aye. No, but what, what, would, what would you do then if Lesnar came out and fucking scalped Drew and Ferry Sings? Um, would you be unhappy then? I don't think that's going to happen. Nah, it's not going to happen, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I think, I think Drew's going to beat Lesnar. Right, uh, thanks to Fraser, by the way, who's come up with a new gimmick idea off the back of the marks as they were coming up with new gimmicks. That's the other the other show that is under the wrestling daft. Oh, right. He reckons a game show host gimmick hasn't been done before. It could be some sort of Les Dennis-style character who could cut promos like, we asked 100 people if they thought I could kick your head in. Our <laughs> survey says... <laughs> yep. We asked 100 people if they thought Ricochet could fight Brock Lesnar. <laughs> a competitive bout. Uh, friend of the show Rudo Lightning has been in touch after we claimed last week that Montez Ford was actually married to Gail Platt in Coronation Street he says it's actually Gail Rodwell now what? she's not called Gail, Gail Rodwell like uh, Dennis Rodwell Don't, the basketball player aye WCW guy <laughs> <laughs> imagine he was in Coronation Street oh. Dennis Rodman man that'd be fucking brilliant aye uh, married Michael Rodwell played by Les Dennis Les Dennis again what's fucking going on yeah hold on man did you see fucking Barrymore on the telly this morning I missed it but was he a nick? Apparently, man. Was he slurring Feel bad, man. Aye. He, 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 he was saying, he was basically going, um, you know, my fans, my fans and my mates, my fans and my mates. And they know I'm not a wronging. They know I'm not a wronging. I thought, oh, no, man, you shouldn't have been put on Parky. That's his real name, Michael Park. Michael Parker. Uh-huh. Obviously, because um, I've, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm, I used to be close to Michael Barrymore on Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> what? I was. You used to be close to Michael Barrymore <laughs> on Twitter. What the fuck does that mean? You get right to a pool party. Oh, I don't want to fuck you. John, that keep is that, just... Keep that for the fucking uh, Marks podcast. Uh, that get that disrespectful. Come on, that was... You've disgusted me there. Um, uh, how how are you closely chatting and all that? Well, DMing each other? DMing each other. 
Um, it's funny because Shah was talking about it earlier on. Um, uh, he followed, I followed him on Twitter, he followed me back. I sent him a message going, look, I used to love you back in the day, man. I watched the, I watched all your stuff on you, <laughs> all your stuff on YouTube, all your old videos on YouTube. Like and stuff makeup like that. tutorials, not on YouTube. <laughs> 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 Unboxing videos. We <laughs> 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 go back to what? And uh, I, man, fucking, he gave me a lot of advice and all that, and we were sharing uh, sausage casserole recipes. <laughs> Is that code? Is that some kind of code? I swear to God, but what he did see what he did. <laughs> but what he did say was see halfway through the sausage casserole chat, he went, Can you just confirm your age? What? That's what he says, mate. Aye. Aye. Oh my god. But that's creepy, right? I I thought it was kinda of weird that he asked me that. Can you just confirm your age? <laughs> I know, mate, I know. But um so like obviously we were kinda of close back and forth DMing each other. But he stopped replying to them now, man. So I, I, I kind of gutted because I, I, when his documentary came out, I kind of sent him a wee message and that, but he never, he dinged me. Oofed. He's had a hard life. Thanks to Neil, who fallen on for Lewis Capaldi, has included us in a tweet encouraging Drew to take a bottle of tonic to the ring at WrestleMania. <laughs> bottle of, um, no way he's going to do that. He's giving me a class nah, nah. about him. Who's Drew wrestling at WrestleMania again? Brock Lesnar, that's right. right. Uh, my code name is Des. Would like to put over Grado for his brilliant impression of Walter from Burniston when discussing Drake's wrestling belts. Right, let's hear the clip. What I don't think it? it was that good. It's not even the ultra deluxe ones anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> and Barry asks Grado, with your underlying health issues due to your farter, now that coronavirus has arrived in Scotland, are you worried about the coronavirus? Now we're in a, a, an area I want to talk about. Here we go. Hashtag pray for Grado. Mm-hmm. I've used that a few times when I've been in the bother. But, uh, so, uh, well, seeing the wrestling game, you're mm-hmm. in close proximity all the time. I know. You don't wash your horns. I, and I touch my beak all the time. I'm always touching my beak and my balls and all that. I, if, if coronavirus comes to Stevenson or whatever, I'm fucked. The, you are too strong <laughs> to be killed by coronavirus anyway. Now, how good a gimmick would it be for a fucking wrestler just for this next three, four months or whatever to say, I've got coronavirus, but I'm still coming to work. I can't afford not to work. Aye. So they're coming, they've got their mask on and all that, and they're hangman guys are feared to fucking lock up with them and all that. Ah. That's good, that. That's fucking good, good, isn't it? Aye, coronavirus. Fucking, I know fucking Mark Dallas listens to this show and is just <laughs> picking up all these, all these fucking ideas I'm hitting out with here. So anyway, if any of you want to get in touch with us, <laughs> About any of that, or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, and just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com. Every week we like to separate the Lucha Brothers from the Lucha House Parties. <laughs> it's a easy joke! That's brilliant. As we talk... <laughs> As we, as we talk about the good and the bad of pro wrestling on Bury and Put Over, uh, who you want to bury your Put Over this time, Grudo, this week? Oh, uh, who do I want to bury? Oh, Christ. You don't need to bury anybody, by the way. Nah, everybody, I'm brand new with everybody this week. Who do you want to put over then? Uh, Lesnar. Brought Lesnar. No, that's shit, isn't it? No, it's no. You uh, fucking do what you want. Aye, right, Lesnar, man. He just, uh, I've, I watched his match with CM Punk for SummerSlam 2013 last night when I was sitting with my wee chicken dinner and it was, oh, I loved it. I want to, uh, I want to put over uh, Chris Jericho's entrance. <gasps> with the singers? Aye, with the, that aye. Was brilliant. Um, that was magic. I How mean, was that pay-per-view? It was good. Aye? It was good, aye. Don't tell me the results of the main event, but okay. was it good? 
It was good. Right. I mean, you're going to probably find out the results in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to say. You need to leave the room. You need to leave the room. Um, but I, I, I want to put over that, and I want to, and I also want to put over. Does it count as this week? I want to put over a Lesnar hammer and ricochet, and uh, do I want to bury anything. I don't. I want to bury. Here's what I want to bury. It looked to me a wee bit. And I might be wrong, maybe it was just because he was fucking knackered, which is also possible as well, but it looked a wee bit to me like Bray Wyatt sandbag Brock Lesnar into that fucking... Uh, sandbag Goldberg into that jackhammer. I noticed that. It looked like he I fucking sandbagged well. him. Do you know what I think so? I thought that as well. Um, and I don't want to be one of these guys nah, on Twitter. It's like, he fucking sandbagged him there. But I, I looked at it a few times, I thought, right. he's fucking put... He's no, put nothing into this. Yep. No, no. How do I go about this? Because I'm in group chats with this guy. But I uh, he'd he might have just been blown out his ass and fucking knackered. Nah, I, I, I know for a fact that Bray Wyatt didn't like Goldberg beating Lesnar a couple of years ago. Right. See when he ran through him, I know right. that for a fact. I can't tell you, I can't reveal my source. Exclusive, it's an exclusive. Aye. it's a wrestling draft exclusive. Way. This way, it was not a happy bunny. It looked to me like a sandbag, right. and I don't know. I'm not a pro wrestler. I would need, you know, mere experienced eyes to look at that and let me know what you think. So if there's any of the boys out there, <laughs> uh, let us know what you think. Does it look like uh, Wyatt was sandbagging him a wee Aye. bit there? Because go with one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Sean, <laughs> Sean wants to bury the, the booking of the fiend. No consistency, oh. kicks out for everything Jeez. at Hell in a Cell, but loses to a few spears and a sandbag. And a sandbag, Jack well, Hammer, the fucking boy says! Well, do you see, the, see how you're talking about the sandbag? I actually wondered as well, the kick out, the kick out at one as well, mm. before, because did he no kick out uh, the spear and the aye, aye. Uh, aye, but he kicked at one, and I just, the way Goldberg reacted, I went, was he meant to do that? Mm. Interesting. Interesting. This is this is serious stuff here. Now, mate. now this person Sean is saying about you know the booking of the fiend, no consistency. Consi- you know consistency doesn't come into it. The simple fact of the matter is Goldberg is a fucking star attraction, right? Yeah. And the wrestling game is all about star attractions. And until you somebody can prove to me that there isn't a wide interest in fucking Goldberg, then nobody can complain about Goldberg getting put over the fiend, I'm sorry. I mean, I just kind of believe that he's even back wrestling, man. When I was talking to him in Las Vegas, October the 3rd, 2013, uh, outside the Encore Hotel, I couldn't believe, I, I didn't think he'd ever come back to wrestling, man. Was he telling you about his career? Or I just say, his... He said that Vince McMahon was a dickhead. Did he? Aye, and I says you... A wrestling you draft know, exclusive. You know how you're put under pressure to ask questions? I went, do you think you'll ever go on the Steve Austin podcast? <laughs> That's what I asked him. <laughs> right? He went, no. <laughs> and that was it. And then I went, I'm a wrestler too. <laughs> I'm a wrestler too. <laughs> Standing there, man, my fucking swim shorts, man, my, my tits suit and all that. <laughs> I'm a wrestler too. <laughs> I, what was it? I went, is it stay safe, brother. That's what he shoot me on and stay safe, brother. That's nice, isn't it? Aye, it was good, man. Seems Aye. like a big nice guy, doesn't he? Aye, he was brand new. He was playing he was playing cards with his old gran. Aye, he seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> he was. He was. Sean wants to put over AEW Revolution, enjoyed every match on the card. Tag champ match with some excellent wrestling. Westy wants to bury Rowan on Raw for that spider thing. It looked like a lobster dressed in spider clays. Aye, so Rowan inside his cage had a big spider. Oh. That went like that. Uh, why? What's his that? His legs moved. Um, what does he do? Does he what, what does he do? Launch it off cunts or whatever? No, he just looks at it. <laughs> just looks at it. 
<laughs> Wesley wants to bury Cody's big shite of a neck tattoo. Right, I need to see this, mate. Can we... I want to see it. He's a very handsome guy. Oh my god! Look at that! It looks great. <clears throat> Holy shit! So it's a bold move. That I don't know about that, mate. That's a fucking rascal and a half, is it no? It's a bold move getting what that tattoo. What is that? A skull and American flag? What is that? It's the American Nightmare kind of brand right. logo kind of thing. Um, oh my god! But I you don't know, know tattoos. Are, I think I'll get used to it. Tattoos are very personal things, I think, and I don't think people really should be criticising them. That's my woke take on that. That is very woke, be, mate. I don't think people should be criticising them. However, Brian wants to put over AEW Revolution. You know you enjoyed a show when your only complaint was a tattoo being out of place by a few inches, huh. and he wants to bury the tattoo. Self-love is important in that, but if you're going to tattoo your own logo based on your face, don't have it be necking yourself to boot. Mate, the only issue I've got with that pay-per-view is in Revolution. They didn't really fucking... That's not very original. You know what I mean? You think for this new company, woke... Very woke AEW, aren't they? They are very yeah, woke. Very woke. Guy. Very woke. Uh, you know, you think you'd have a better pay per view name, wouldn't they? You know, AEW Revolution's crap, a crap name. Ta- Stephen McNeil wants to bury John Cena talking shite about how younger guys deserve the mania chance and seeming like an all round good guy. And oh, there's the fiend. Okay, I'll just be a heel and steal someone else's spot. Fucking shut up, Stephen McNeil, man. Man, what the fuck's up before? What the fuck Take is the going off, man? John Cena is his promo was really good, and he's right about fucking. You'll notice that John Cena hasn't he actually been popping up and taking anybody's spot. And anyway, nobody has. Nobody's good enough to have the fucking spot that John Cena will have exactly. on fucking WrestleMania. Who you want in that fucking spot? Correct. Who do you want in the spot? Free fucking Stephen McNeil. Ricochet. Fucking ricochet. You want fucking Ricochet in there? Do you want for who else is there? Who else do they all fucking like at the minute? Uh, you want fucking Alistair Black in there? <laughs> sitting oh. there? Sitting there like a fucking cunt sitting outside the fucking Museum of Modern Art while he's fucking goth pals? The oh, fucking God. goth pals fucking dead! It's ancient! Alistair Black, you're a fucking boar! You want to be in fucking WrestleMania and see the John Cena? Alistair fucking Black! Holy fuck. Look at my popcorn. I love this. Fraser Smith wants to put over <laughs> Randy Orton for confirming why he attacked Edge. <laughs> Being deluded about your concern is a great heel trait. And he wants to bury the fans, pop him whenever he does the RKO. It's going to end his heel run sooner than it should. There's nothing. Uh, you... what's, ra- what's wrong with folk this week? What's wrong with folk? The fans popping when he does the RKO, it's going to end his heel run. <laughs> what's his heel run? Fuck? He's not going to. Aye. Turn him face or pop him for his no. move. No, it's ridiculous. Goshi wants to put his cellular for being a Patreon gimp and bury his cell also for being a Patreon gimp. Hey, Aye. Goshi, you're one of the cool guys. Like this guy. Do you remember in Only Fools and Horses when Rodney went on holiday with Del Boy and that, and but he had a kid's ticket, so he had to hang about with the Groovy Gang? Or oh, it was like a kid's, that's what you are, mate, you're in the Groovy Gang now. Scott M wants to bury the toy spider that Rowan had. Weeks of build for that. Nobody cared. Nobody, look. Why are people getting wound up about these wee things? It's a it's a wee story on a wee spot in the curd, so it turned out to be a wee spider. Who gives a You're f- in the three weeks' time, we'll forget it yeah. ever even occurred. Put over Randy Orton at his best when he's a heel, and the programme with Edge is the best thing in wrestling. And Randy Orton is really having a a, a nice spell. I love Randy but Orton. But Randy Orton's man. always been good. He's the always man. Good. He's the man. Always good. Big, handsome son of a gun. Looks great. Looks great. Jonathan Cheatham wants to bury that monstrosity a neck tattoo on Cody. If he was pure covered in tattoos, it might have worked. But when you have your bare fucking torso on display every show, it sticks out like an attention-seeking midlife crisis move. That's brutal, isn't it? 
Mate, I just wonder, do you think, I just like when he's got it done and all that, and he's pure showing it off to the boys backstage. No, like oh, you done, mate. But it's very, it's very personal. You, you, you've got a, you've got an issue with us, haven't you? You're quite. I've got a wee bit of an issue. We, um, I've got a wee bit of an issue with that tattoo. Uh, the, the kind of re- reaction to the tattoo. I don't think it's because that's no fair. Like, no, so, so if he's so basically, you feel sorry for him if he's looking on Twitter and every country's written him for his tattoo. Aye, uh, this guy has decided that this is part of his look now. That not just that it's part of his look. Because it isn't something he can remove easily. But this, this guy, <laughs> this guy has decided it's part. He's, you know, that this is this is who Cody Rhodes is. So I don't think it's very. I don't think it's very cool. People, you know, moaning about it, slagging him and all that. You could be like, mm, I wouldn't have done that, but you know, you know, he's fucking more. Everybody's acting like the, the, the Cody Rhodes is fucking mammy. You know what I mean? It's just, and you know what I mean. In any other, in any, in any other business, you know, if that was a pop star getting it, you know, folk would just, go, oh, he's got a tattoo. But I think in wrestling, folk have got to go all the top, haven't they? Aye. Was it like me? I went all the top when I was talking about Alistair Blackguard. Oh, that was good, but... But I was just working, I was a pro I'm man. Always, off, man. I'm always working, mate. Always working. Yeah. Um, <coughs> no, all right. Wrestling Daft merch, mate. Will we tell them about the merch? Aye, bad. You can go Wrestling Daft with your very own T-shirt. Get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk. <laughs> Wrestling Daft and all the designs include catchphrases from the show the hit catchphrases such as I'm a mark <laughs> I'm a take the bump oh you got ready you got ready saying that <laughs> of course I have <laughs> chips cheese and donor meat and of course Margaret Ears the Fiend and right now you can get free shipping right up until Sunday on all our merch so be like Stephen Blair who goes straight into the Hall of Fame as he sent a picture of him in his chips cheese and donor meat t-shirt while yes. in the gym and check out our range of t-shirts and hoodies at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash wrestling daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft and these are so exclusive that me and Gradle haven't even had any free t-shirts either they're so exclusive that we've not even had any Right, so this week uh, on our Patreon, we asked for you guys to vote on a list of wrestling daft. Remember, you can vote by signing up for four dollars a month. Four dollars a month? What? Four pound? Is it four pound or four dollars? Four dollars. Right, okay, $4. sorry, sorry. Four dollars a month at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Now, this week we asked you to vote between booking decisions that most upset you after the back of this Goldberg winning the title, and my choice was the best debuts in wrestling. Yep. So the votes are in. Let's do a drum roll. I'll do a drum roll for you. With 76% of the vote, you went for the best wrestling debuts. Yes, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. Debuts are always good, man, aren't they? Well picked. I like a good debut. So I, man, debuts, it's a thing that that I find myself typing into YouTube now and again. You know, somebody's debut. I like watching debuts. It's cool, isn't it? Yep. Um, So basically, for my number three, uh, wrestling debut why I liked this um, was because I've got a very vivid memory of it because I just remember being a wee boy 12, 13 and <laughs> are you laughing at it? You're, <laughs> you're putting me off sorry it's just a nice story mate I'm just right, right so right, hold so on, take right. his back what year right, is so this? hold on man it's 2001 right okay. no I had been watching Booker T. Oh, fuck, I fucked it. Just saying Booker T. <laughs> right, but who does this involve? Right. Oh, but I remember watching WCW and going, that's my guy, Booker T. Booker T was my guy, my WCW guy. I loved him. Mm-hmm. Because 
Ήταν ρομπόμνο. And this one, I remember King of the Ring. Now, this was during Steve Austin versus who was he wrestling? Benoit. I think it was Benoit. Aye. And just out the blue, here he comes, the big man, Booker T. Gallus, is that Louis Vuitton, that shot? Who knows? Out the crowd. Out the crowd, mate. Jumps the barrier. There's Booker T, the WCW champion. It's five bells in the morning. I've got school in a couple of hours' time, mm-hmm. right? My mom's coming down to chase me to my bed because I'm watching wrestling. I should be in my bed. And I just remember going, Mum, that's Booker T. He's for WCW. He's for WCW. And uh, Austin goes to throw for, uh, for something. He catches him and fucking side suplexes him into the commentator's table. And that was your Booker T debut. That was an awful long way for a shortcut, wasn't it? No, but I mean, <laughs> it was an interesting time. And of course, that led up to the, the fantastic uh, supermarket, Stone Cold. Oh, Boston, how price check was that? Price checking a jackass. That, uh, yeah, that was good. That Aye, so that was, I loved that just because it was a WCW champion coming on WWF. So that's my number three. Right, number two. Number two. As Chris Jericho's debut on Raw. Countdown. Aye. Mm. The, the promo we done with The Rock. It was just. It was something else. Even though The Rock kind of undercut it a wee bit. But do you think he tried to. No, I mean. He, it? he didn't. Eh? I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it was all. I think it was all brilliant. But some people moan like, oh, he made his debut and then The Rock right away was kind of like poking fun at him. You know what I mean? But I don't. But it I doesn't mean, bother me. But Peter, I've heard people say it. Aye. Well, that's. that's that. It was an exciting debut, wasn't it? Oh, mate. Just because, obviously, the the best bit about that is, right, is when it all goes quiet, right? Uh-huh. And then it goes, chicka, 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 and then it just goes, Jericho, yeah. on the Tron, and that pop, wah, it's something else. What I love about it is, what I love about it as well, is see if you read Jericho's book, I'm sure that's when he stops his book, and his first book. So he, I, so he like, writes all the way up to 1090 and then it, and that's how his book ends, his first book. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, ah, man, that's class, can't wait to the second book. Yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? The, the beautiful thing I think about uh, Jericho... See, this is what you, I like, because you can do all this. What? The beautiful thing about this is... The beautiful thing... I can't even can fuck all beautiful no, about can, this. No, you can, you can, mate. The beautiful thing about Jericho's debut is that I think quite a lot of time nowadays when they do a kind of countdown type debut for a person where you're anticipating it, what they would do nowadays, I think... And if you do it wrong, this is what you do. It goes five, four, three, two, one. 
then a video starts and then you're still waiting to see who it is. You're still, who is it going to be, Hang Me? Who's coming out? Who's coming out? Oh, Hang Me. Whereas that did just what you said there, that beautiful thing of going five, four, three, two, one, giant Jericho. word, Jericho. Aye. You know what I mean? Oh, it was a buzz so you get that fucking release mm-hmm. on a fucking wanner. You know what I mean? I know, and it was just... Because I think everybody... Did everybody... Did everybody know it was going to be Jericho? Everybody kind of thought it was going to be Jericho. I, it was never ever... But you weren't, the, you weren't the sure. No, no. What's your number one? Taz at the Garden. Royal Rumble 2000. So what I want you to do is remember your three eyes. Come on out here and give it your all. Three eyes, JR. Now the reason why I like this because I was getting right into my look at this picture here, by the way. I think uh, I you go, can you can look only, at that man. Only patrons will be able to see this picture. We're yeah, looking at right now, but look at this. Look picture, at that later, man. man. Um, the thing is, I got an ECW video for my Christmas. It would have been Christmas 1999. So I was heavy into my, my tires and all that in ECW. And I don't even think I had internet then either. I maybe read Owen Power Slam that there was rumours that Taz was going to the WWF. And uh, I just, I, the, the, just the lights go out. The, just that New York crowd, something else, you know. What a physique he's got on there, by the way. Who, Taz? Taz. Taz. Just solid. Solid kill you, kind of. Physique. I mean, Tash should have had a better run. He should have had a better run before, he, he, better before run. he put the cans on. You know what the I mean? The problem is he's shot. Aye. You know, which that's at, that, at that time it never. No, he'd be brand new. Yeah, he'd be fine. Now. He'd be brand new. He'd be the champ. Aye, people would want him beating Lesnar that now. <laughs> okay. Um, but he <clears throat> he comes. He's, he's fighting Angle obviously in this first match, right? Mm-hmm. And and I want to just put a shout in in terms of best debuts for Kurt Angle for his debut because his was a debut that could have easily went wrong because he came out came in the crowd just weren't having it or fucking booing him he rolls out he rolls I think it it might have been he rolls out grabs the mic grabs the mic takes the mic starts fucking promoing on the crowd how confident starts it was just like a guy like I am going to make it Mm mhm you know what I mean? Just that attitude. I'm going to make it. I'm just, whatever, whatever I need to do, I'm going to make it. That's a beautiful debut. In the back, they must have been like, oh, we were fucking right about this guy. Aye. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The minute that happened. I kind of feel as well that um, the, the equivalent is Ronda Rousey coming in and how good she was right away. Made that match at WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. That was superb. Mm-hmm. I watched that in Roman Reigns' used to tell them. What? Right. Sean DeVare. Yeah. Uh, ended up getting I was hanging about with Davari and he ended up getting for some reason he got Roman Reigns' hotel room but he wasn't using it right, Roman right, wasn't right. using it oh so they'd set him up with a room and then Aye, wasn't and using, there was some fucking hunters of beers and all that and salads and oh, chocolate and all that shit so I watched it and <laughs> beer I, and salad and chocolate <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I thought Roman Reigns was into <laughs> beer and salad right <laughs> Oh, fucking hell, man. Um, So here's what the punters had to say. Gradle. Kevin Brown uh, says Colt Cabana Revolution. Might not seem as big a deal as AJ Styles or Scott Hall making debuts in the past, but it's good to see him getting a chance at the big time again. AJ Styles is a good debut. Aye. Dylan says it's got to be Kane. 
Kane's a good debut. That was a good one, wasn't it? The Fiend was incredible too. The song, the lantern, the what the fucking hell is going on, mark out in the crowd. It was incredible. It was all right. Alan Campbell, it's going to be Jericho. Whole countdown clock of the weeks leading up to his arrival was amazing. Um, our patron one, our lovely patrons here, Connor Jordan. Kane's debut in 1997. There's Kane again when he ripped the cage door off and went toe-to-toe with the taker. I mean, that's how you want to come in, isn't it? Aye. Right at the tap. Right at the tap. Sean Conlon says Kevin Owens' debut on Raw. Oh, that was cool, wasn't it? That was a good one. Was that we seen him, isn't it? Comes out with the NXT title and stones on the US belt. Ultimate heel debut. Uh, you love it. I love a heel debut. Mick McFarlane, the big show's WWF debut. Oh, was that at St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Massacre aye. That's when he launched Austin into the cage, isn't it? Aye, aye, and, aye. And Austin won. That's Paul White. That's Paul White. He's a hot free agent. Yeah, a hot free They always say that, didn't they, with debuts? Yeah. My God, that's the hottest free agent. And yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. the hottest free agent, isn't it? It's the same part of the time. Uh, Graham Curry cliched as fuck but I just kind of see past Jericho's first night in Raw Jericho's winning this uh, our patron Bobby Carmichael love you Bobby I love that name Lord Tensai's debut on Raw against <laughs> Alex Riley <laughs> the crowd were quick to realise it was just Prince Albert <laughs> with a shaved back face paint <laughs> and pierced nipples it's <laughs> just Prince Albert with a shaved back Chris McFly That's fucking brilliant Chris McFly says Kurt Angle making his TNA debut was a good one oh, that gonna, was good I can't that was good that. that was um, so was it do no- you know anything about TNA can you remember this <laughs> <laughs> um, sure he fucking he, he, he broke on internet or something like that on the, on the Wednesday that he was going to TNA and I think did he show up at the pay-per-view or was it just Impact and him and Samoa Joe Butty Teeds oh aye. I remember that actually. aye 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 Aye. Uh, Christian Cage had a good TNA debut or not because he kind of jumped ship, didn't he? Aye. Aye. He did. TNA. Aye, they're all right. Um, Sparko says Taz at Royal Rumble 2000. Chokes out Kurt Angle, gaining him his first loss. Loss. We just talked about it there. Uh, we went mental for it at school the next day. It could have been class, but WWF shat it and just pied him after the hardcore belt. <laughs> By the time it was WrestleMania 2000, he was already dead and buried. Taz is now finished. Taz is now living in a trailer park. She just and gone. Taz is doing all right, and what's he up to now, Taz? He's EW come to her. Why have I not realised that? Aye, you haven't. He's on now and again. Ah, right, right, right. I always used to think it was funny where, like, you know how somebody would debut in TNA with their, like, like, pure, know their WWF name, but some way around it, you know what I mean? Like, the Kishi was Kishi. (laughs) Or so, you know what I mean? Or Fatu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Aye. What was Tess? What was he called? Exam or something? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, Aldo Tash wants to say Ronda's debut at Royal Rumble 2018 was class yes indeed it was Stephen Ray Scott Hall's debut in WCW in 1996 of course Calzo Undertaker with Brother in Love and Piper on commentary shouting look at the size of that ham hock <laughs> 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 never forget it Sandy says Sting at Survivor Series 2014 was completely out of nowhere oh, massive pop right. for him yeah. I and was brilliant to finally see him in WWE it's just you feel like Sting just didn't have the match that you wanted them to have really after he came in didn't you know I know mate he should have wrestled Taker should have just wrestled Taker um, Mark McBride says Santino Marella oh in Milan thought it was real I bought that I see where he's coming with that Mm. I bought that Um, and John Montgomery surely somebody has to mention the long anticipated arrival of the gobbledygooker out of the egg at Survivor Series (laughs) feeling that has to be Taker remember watching that in my first pay-per-view had already seen him in WCW and tried to tell my mum and dad that it was Mean Mark well, your man and dad must have been like, fucking shut up. <laughs> um, how about your debuts, mate? I, well, my ICW what debut, we, I loved that, jumping the barrier, that was class. What was your uh, TNA debut? Oh, fuck, I can't remember. Well, I, I was on a six-man, but it wasn't on T, it wasn't on Impact. 
my first time on Impact. Well, I'd say my debut on Impact it was for fucking. Um, it was an, it was an X Division tournament match. Uh, it was me, Loki, and. Uh, Kenny King is, is Loki, <laughs> and is I Loki, seriously thought I was going to win the belt the night before I went I think they might do this for a laugh is Loki bad news? well so I, <laughs> I went to I, backstage right during the day I'm shit myself I'm wrestling Loki right mm-hmm. and he wouldn't look the road I was on mm. right I would fu- and if he did catch eyes with me he was growling at me right I'm right. shitting myself right and um, so I tried to put him over man at the catering, but I went, hey, big fan, man, uh, I see you, love your match with uh, Xavier at the Elks Lodge in 2001, right. and he, again, he just growled at me, and then, again, I went up to him to try and come up with, because it was it was a live episode of Impact that night, mm-hmm. right, and at one point, he fucking basically told me, I can beat you in the ring, I'll beat you outside the ring. Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, this guy's fucking going to kill me the night, man. So, mate, I turned my phone and we're doing pre-tapes through this. I was in my leotard, mate. I went to the bog, man. I was looking at flights, him. I wanted to get him. I was really? like, he's going to fucking kill me, man. I know to go. Impact. Still no come up with what we're going to do. Yep. Still no done it. It turned Hurricane Helms to fucking go like that. He was agent. He was like, look, this guy's actually all right. You know, you're looking at him, he's out of shape and all that but he's, he's got a gimmick and you know he can yeah, just yeah. do his wee bit so fucking low key talked him run and I swear to god 15 minutes before going impact I think we were the second match we come up with a because it was an elimination and I was to get eliminated within like the first two minutes I says look I'll come in uh, Dusty's you can cut me off and give me your cub, your stomp or something like that and I come up I come away with some kind of funny spot and he agreed that, that that's good we'll do that and uh We'd done the match and he came back and he shook my horn and I was all right. But fuck, I was so scared that day, mate. So scared that day. So, so scared. It was horrible, man. It was but, horrible. Was it partly because you knew he had about your reputation as well? Aye, like? aye, aye. I just, it was horrible and fucking, although, <laughs> folk, were, folk were going like that. I'll give you 50 bucks if you fucking bust his nose. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were doing there, was no, there wasn't just one wrestler that said that there was a few of them that went fucking bust his nose and we'll give you football fucking chip in so he wasn't a popular guy in the back either oh he takes it very serious mm-hmm. takes it very 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 serious it's a good story isn't it I take it serious as well mate <laughs> you better have a better fucking ending to this story well <laughs> no that is interesting no, that's, Aye, that's man, always... I, was, I was looking at booking flights hey man one day I'll eventually tell the story, but I ended up in wrestler's court the next day. I don't feel comfortable telling the full story on a, on a, on a podcast, but basically I was I was supposed to, because Hurricane Helms basically saved me from getting my, my, my ass kicked, mm-hmm. um, Hurricane Helms says, right, buy everybody a drink at the bar. Something happened, I never managed to buy <laughs> the wrestlers a drink, right? So the next day I was at wrestler's court. Kurt Angle was a judge. Tommy Dreamer's a bailiff. Uh, Al Snow's the defence. Um, what do you call Big Tyrus? What, you, what was his name? Brodus Clay. He was something. Uh, and f- that was intimidating because they go the full look, they go everybody that wasn't a wrestler to clear it. Clear it in the impact zone, and it was just the wrestlers. 
juice the wrestlers, and uh, they t- they take it well serious, right? But it was deep, like and deep down inside, I was fucking marking it like fuck, you know. What I mean, cut uh, angles sitting, you know, fucking kidneys are judging all that, right? Uh, but they told me, you know, um, make sure you've got bevy. Right uh-huh. for for everybody to the end because at the end we'll, we'll have a laugh about it. But fucking forgetting that Kurt and Kurt was a recovering alcoholic man. I bought my bottle of Jack Daniels. Fuck's but anyway, <laughs> so How much did that skin you? One hundred twenty dollars. I bought five bottles of Jack D for right. folk. So it was like one for Tommy Dreamer, one for Brody's Clay. Everybody was up at. But Spud was my uh, he was my attorney, right? And right. he fucking fell flat in his ass, man. Al Snow had this big prosecution, it was brilliant, he was dead funny, and Spud gets up and goes, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, my client is fat. <laughs> Fucking crickets, man, oh, crickets, everybody's laugh. So, I got found guilty, and my punishment was, I had to day my entrance, day Madonna, and my breeks, in the back zone. So, <laughs> fucking climbed the barrier, he was back up, Life is a me. I come out with my fucking breeks. All the boys are fucking packed ringside, fucking get on the punters, putting their horns <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm fucking going like that. Going, hey, fucking, uh, fucking Bubba Ray's putting his horn out. I'm fucking cutting his horn and all that. Yeah, yeah. But that that made me, that fucking got me in with the boys. You know Beautiful, what I mean? Mate. That got me in with the boys. After that, that was me kind of accepted. That's a brilliant story. Why did you not tell that story in episode one of the fucking podcast? That's brilliant. That story. You know, I've got. Aye. He's got some amount of stories. That, you know what? That, 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 that was, bro. That night, fucking... I, I was just... expecting the, the wrestler's court story to be like, so it was like, hang me. So basically, I'd murdered this prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> right. Um, let's no time for your chance to win and create a Beer 52 in our match of the week. Last week, we asked what match did the Radicals interrupt when they debuted in the WWE. And congratulations to Stuart Barn, who said it was the New Age Outlaws versus Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Road Dog was a prick and cracked Benoit, which sent Wee Dean Malenko aft with his ill-fitting suit trousers and turtleneck on. Perry Sarton had a belter of a hat on as well. Oh, I remember his wee hat. Um, we've got a picture here on the screen for the patrons. Look at look at that velvet shirt. Unbelievable. Look at Eddie Guerrero, man. He's what so young there, isn't he? legend, isn't he? No. Right now we have mere chances for you to win beer. We pick a classic wrestling match to watch and all you have to do is answer a question on it. Everybody who gets the right answer will go into the draw to win the beer. You can enter by checking out the match and answering the question on the Wrestling Daft Facebook page or replying to the tweet on Twitter at Wrestling Daft. Winners must be over 18 and they must stay in the UK. Right, so what match are we going for? You talking about? What match will we go for? So can we see that match of uh, that low-key match? Is there a way to see it? Aye, aye, aye. It'll be on on impact. Yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Right, on I'm YouTube. picking that one then, because I'm going to watch it. So the match we're going to be going for that you need to watch this time is the match that Grado talked about. It wasn't with Kenny King, no, by the way, in Loki. We've just looked up. It was Tigre Uno. So it was me versus Tigre Uno versus Loki. From what year? 2015. 2015. Have a watch of that. Let us know who wins. <laughs> and let us know at exactly what time in the match Grado gets eliminated. Aye. Uh, and you can get free beer for Beer 52 as well even if you don't watch it all you need today is go to beer52.com forward slash wrestling and we can sort out free beers for you you just need to cover 4 95 for the postage and as you're a Wrestling Daft listener we'll give 2 extra free beers on your first box so that's a total of 10 free beers it's a monthly subscription service for beer so just go to beer52.com forward slash wrestling to get your first case of 10 beers for free Woo! 
Aye, uh, so we have on the show Sha Samuels. How are you doing, Sha? Are we on? Are we, do- we on now? We're Aye, on, man. We're He's on. back. Oh, you, are the fu- you are the first. You're the first guy, Sha. The first guest that we've had return. Aye. Making history. Well, That's what the- I like to do. Make history. Oh. And I'm making history. Wrestling dance right now. Yep. Two times. Yeah. Two <laughs> times. Anyway, Sha, you're injured now, aren't you? So yeah, it's the worst thing. I mean, I'm trying to be positive, but I'm negative about everything. So. Wrestling is my job now, technically, right? Inverted commas, it's my job. Mm-hmm. But it's also my hobby. So imagine being told you can't work and having your hobby taken away from you. Yeah, I know. Just like, like going, you can't work, you can't make money, and you can't play golf anymore, mate. Just, you got to stay at home. Uh, it's a pain in the ass. It really is horrible. Mentally more than what the injury actually is, because it's a, it's a multitude of things. It's my knee, it's my lower back, it's my left shoulder. Combined, it's cold, like, because I've got... I hurt my head originally, and I was seeing doctors. They were sort of like, well, your, your back, lower back's a bit messed up, because I was getting checked over. And they said, all these injuries, you need to rest up, because if you carry on resting, you're going to ruin your body. So I just went, all right, I'll rest up. They said six months minimum. So oh, you've, minimum. Ne- you've never really taken any time off, ever, anyway. No, 18 years, non-stop. Mate. All my adult life. 18 years, non-stop. First time off. Horrible. So what? So what is it? I mean, that's why we we were thinking, right? What is the life of an injured wrestler like then? I mean, what do you do? You still are you still watching wrestling, or do you kind of yeah. feel like you don't even yeah, want to see it? Bitter, bitter more than anything. That's the life of an injured right. wrestler. You feel bitter. You feel angry that you can't do what you want to do. You also want to stay relevant. So I'm trying to. I'm lucky. I've been quite busy doing non wrestling roles at shows, commentating. GMs. I've been taking a lot of seminars. I've been a manager. Yeah, you know stuff like that. But it's not the same. It's just not the same as being an actual wrestler. But and, th- uh, does it feel quite good? It must feel like you've been able to establish really good uh, relationships with people in the business. Um, if they're still wanting to get you involved, while you can't work yeah, in the I, conventional I, I, manner, like that said, must I've feel nice. I've been lucky that the boys like up and down the country. Like I must, I think a lot of the boys go to bat, bat go to bat for me all the time. Yeah. So the fact that I'm injured and I've got all these jobs, like this weekend, I'm bit non-stop busy. I've got four shows this weekend. Have you four and shows? Injured, four shows. Yeah. For an injured wrestler, I've got Friday. Two on Saturday and one on Sunday. <laughs> so what are you doing as a special guest referee? You know that well, I'm doing, I'm doing a, I'm doing a BWR Friday. Right. I, don't know what, like, I don't know what I'm doing That's there, good. That's good. I've been doing there. I'm what, sure what's that again? Related. Then I'm doing two commentary gigs. I'm doing an all-girls show, commentating that. What? And then, uh, and then um, Rev Pro the evening. And then on the uh, Sunday, it's Rev Pro as well. So See, that sounds like lot, this sounds like Grado's dream setup here. He gets to do the yeah. shows, doesn't need to actually wrestle. I know, I can't doesn't be need wrestling, man. I can't be wrestling. I thought it would be good, right? But I was at the show last week. I'm actually pretty bad at commentary. I thought I'd be good. So I did like, my first Did you get a wake-up call with Yeah, I wouldn't shut up. I, I, kept, I kept talking about myself. I turned it to Grado. <laughs> talking about myself. <laughs> saying anything about the show. Just going, oh, I'm, am- oh, I'm amazing. I used to do that. I've done that. I've done this. You know? <laughs> Mate, tell me, me when you... Tell me when you... Someone taps on the hand and says, shut up. Stop talking about yourself. I remember you done commentary with Kevin Kelly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that was the best. Right? When was that? So that was, that was, was for it? a, a, a Rev Pro Rev- on Free Sports. I don't know that's still around. Aye. And uh, Kevin Kelly Radley was there. And, uh, uh, Kevin Kelly? I, yeah. they, I didn't know anything. Cause it wasn't, there was no run-throughs, no rehearsals, nothing. So I was like, oh, God, you're in the seg- segment 26 with Kevin Kelly. And I'm like, what, what am I doing? Do some commentary with him. Right, <laughs> so I get down there and the, the, the microphone is like the old, um, 
racing horse, you know, commentary. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. To the mouth, yeah. So I get down there. Firstly, it's that. I thought it would be a headset, which was cool. So I look like a Wally, right? Look like I'm calling the, the horse racing. And I start talking. And he goes, hey, shut up. This is just for the house. Shut up. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you, shut up. I was like, oh, yes. Got schooled by Kevin Kelly. And he grabbed me, grabbed my arm. Shut up. This for the house. Shut up. <laughs> I was, I was embarrassed. Brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. But... Are you sorry, Kevin Kelly? Live wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, yeah, but being out injured is a pain. Obviously, you do get, you do get um, angry and bitter. You, you watching? Take part. You watching WWE? Yeah, do yeah, do yeah. Watching, just, like, I like the documentaries. A lot of them are coming that's, out now. That's I prefer I like. them than the wrestling, to be honest. I know, man. That's that's all. I, that, when I come in here, that's all I want to talk about is the documentaries that are on the yeah. network. Are brilliant. The but, ruthless aggression one. Yeah, uh, that that was brilliant. And all of them are really good. Jindrak, so, poor Mark Jindrak. Oh, poor Jindrak. Like, they, they didn't hold back on that one, did they? They didn't, they, man. No, no. They, they didn't. They just they sort of pulled the curtain over that, didn't they? But then, does he not got quite a successful career in Mexico anyway? Well, he probably did, but, but it's not going to be. It's not what he could have been. <laughs> right. Imagine what he could have been. I know. And then he like you're in an evolution with Triple H and Flair. Then called into his like, now you're a Gavin Cade now, mate. Yeah, that's a nightmare, <laughs> you know isn't it? That's a sad one, isn't it? Did you, yeah. um, did you watch Super Showdown? You oh, hate I these questions. It was on my birthday. It was on my birthday. Oh, yeah, actually, right. I forgot to say happy birthday to you, mate. Sorry. Like, wrestling's great live and at a decent hour. You know, we watch it yeah. one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was like, get this over with. But it was on at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it. It's really When it's on at that time, I think it's nice. It's easy to just kind of leave it running. You know, you just have it on and yeah. you just, you know, you're just quite, quite happy. Make, makes you feel yeah, American. You're not, you're not tired. You can just concentrate yeah. on it. Makes you feel American because that's how they watch it at night. Because remember, like, yeah. when Insurrection and Rebellion was on, you watched it at seven o'clock. It felt weird. Yeah, it did. You're like, it's still it's late outside. Daylight outside. Aye, Crash Holly's in the ring and it's late outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking weird. Crash Holly, Grandmaster Sex Day opener. Aye, aye, aye. No, see, a lot of the listeners were complaining this week on, on our show because uh, Goldberg... Um, ah, I know great. it was brilliant. It was brilliant. So was Le- so was um, Lesnar and Ricochet. It's short term. It's clearly short term. They're always angry fans now. That's why I hate Twitter. They're always angry. All of them. I know. Can't please them. Yeah. But it's a small minority of the audience. Fuck you, Twitter. You sound very much. It's the worst injured wrestlers. Like fuck you, Twitter. Right? <laughs> You're busy this weekend. What you got? I've you got. got this I've got uh, Target Wrestling and Kalil. Oh, I can't go wrong with Target. It's good crowd, man. Great, great people. Great people. Right, listen, I hear you guys going like this all the time, right? You kind of go, right, we're going to this place. Oh, it's a great place. It's a great... What is what is the booking that you get where you go, oh, for fuck's sake, man, it's a fucking shit show, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I, mean, no, I know you don't want you to know, say... Right, it depends who you're working, right? I don't want to name name name. Depends who you're working, how much it's for... And just how how who who else is on the show? Right. Yeah. See the reason Target, right? I don't want to be with really Target. Target's they look good. after us. I eat there's food, drink, right. Bunsen burner, right. Bunsen burner, mm-hmm. and it's always easy matches, and the crowd are good, and right. everyone goes home happy and makes money. There's certain shows where you're on with someone that hurts you, that you know they're gonna hurt you. Yeah. You get treated like shit. The crowd are terrible, and it's just a pain in the ass. It makes, it makes you regret. 
Like, why don't I become a wrestler? Like, there's some shows, shows like that. There's some there's some companies that, 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 that thankfully they're not running they're not about anymore. But they were it's in rare. The north, they're the rare north, now. To be honest, it like, is like, very like, rare. Like five six years ago, there was companies in the northeast, and you I, I'd yeah. just turn up and see the ring and go, that fucking ring isn't he safe, man. Yeah. And you know, and and you know the promoters booking himself in a match. He's fucking dressed up to as Jeff Hardy, and he's in like a fucking TLC <laughs> match where he's fucking you know what I mean. He's wee trainee oh, pal, and they're, they're blading and all that. And there's fucking wings in the you know, crowd. You know what made it good is you know, like the way the wrestling is now. It's so professional in this country. Like everyone's trying to be like WWE. Like everyone's got backstage, got the headsets on, monitors. Aye. Nearly every show is like that now. They're talking to the referees to make sure the boys and girls are okay. So it's really professional up and down the country now. Aye. So it is very hard that we let me go. Oh God, can't be asked doing this because you are looking shows, pretty much aye. everywhere now. The shows are they're ten times better than what they were. Yeah. You know, I mean, you remember yeah. when you were up, when you were about first time yeah. SW and all that? It was, it wasn't the best, wasn't it? No, no, I mean, it was, you know, it, it was, it was definitely the, better now. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't the best. But do you miss? Do, do you ever miss that a wee well, bit? I could laugh. That? Do you ever I miss mean, that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've wrestled with like four people and a dog before, and I had a time in my life. You know, I don't know if I said that. This is 2004. Aye. Four people and a dog. We yeah. did a tables match. You know Aye. what I mean? So <laughs> me, 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 and Jester wrestled at uh, Cranhill Park in Glasgow. And uh, you know we were told there was to be no bad guys because somebody had been stabbed, oh, and they didn't want any baddies. And no baddies. Aye, it was, it was weird. <laughs> and then, and then all the way, all the way, there was there was a like there was an apple tree that had started the, the apples had came after trees. Aye. And all the rains were just fucking pelting us, pelting us with apples in the ring. The rain came on. You know what I mean? No, so I've, I've, done a, I've done an outdoor show in Southampton. A fight, it was a fight. And this one I wrestled in the street. A fight? You mean a fight? Yeah, it was like a, like a fight. A fight? Little thing. It was the worst. Like, a fight, it's a fight. As the sheik, I was getting some abuse. You know, you know, you know that, not around that time, doing a, doing a chic Middle Eastern gimmick yeah, in certain areas <laughs> of the country. I can believe it. Certain terms are thrown around. Uh, so I, bet you. Nice. I bet you. But that is, it's all kind of cleared up now, isn't it? There's, it's, we've got a kind of good scene now. Oh, uh, it's really, it's the hard work from the boys and girls. Like, like, there's a core group, I would say, in this country that we achieved so much from shitty little shows all the way to ITV, now to WWE having a brand mm -hmm. here. That's yeah. all through the hard work, from the blood, sweat. I don't want to sound cliche, blood, sweat, and tears in the backs of the boys and girls over the last what twenty years? Aye, twenty odd years from like the two, uh, two from two thousand to to now. Yeah, uh, the people that work their arse off, and it's did you? That, that's why it seems so good. So if you're so when you're no wrestling, if you're if you're no on a show actually wrestling and what capacity do you prefer being on the show? You say you've done the managing, you've done a wee bit of commentating. What I, do you like? Uh, Managing, like I imagine, like I did managing ICW at the Square Go, right? So for Jester, and I had such a blast because the crowd were hot, and you're still getting the same reactions. And I was still, I could do stuff like I jump on, the, on up in the apron. We, remember, Grado, we did that spot with Ricky Shane Page where you and Jester were doing the kendo sticks, and I just got up, went, throw it to me, Aye. boom, and hit him. Aye. So I was getting, so as a manager, and I was stopping Jester getting thrown out. So I was getting reactions like as a wrestler would. Yeah, well, I didn't. I wasn't wrestling. Whereas the commentary, no one knows you're there. You're stuck on a table to see the, for, yeah. for, for fucking three hours. I know. See, that's yeah. some, sometimes I think that's that's a problem. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff. British wrestling companies they'll film it for yeah. their YouTube show, sure, and you're thinking, look, there's going to be more people 
it's for the crowd. It's you know, first yeah. of all, it needs to be for the people in attendance rather than the, the, the working the cameras for, for what a few know, people to watch on demand. I know, I know you the live audience. Aye. Yeah. So when are you when are you scheduled to come back, Sha? Well, I'm aiming for May. Right. My goal is May, but you know, it could be June, July. It definitely be by by the summer. Right. May is my goal. I'm aiming for May. I think sixth or eighth is your call. Renex Rev Pro Show. That is my goal to be on that show. Aye. So. The, 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 Rev, the Rev Pro Shows are good, especially the amount of the, the Japanese. The cool ones, yeah, aye, amazing. You, I mean, he runs so many shows now. I reckon aye. he's like one of the top you, most. Aye. You Sha, would be brought in Japan, man. Sha, are you secretly hoping that the coronavirus shuts down every wrestling show until <laughs> May and June? <laughs> they don't. Exactly. I'm so bitter. I want it to close down. I want everyone to stay home and be like me. I want no one to wrestle, all right? Yep, everybody <laughs> isolated until you come back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. my mess. Any wrestler watching this, fuck you for not being injured. You know, fuck you for not being injured. You know, it's like to be injured is horrible. It's boring. I know. You know stay at home on weekends. <laughs> what you should do is you should come back. When you come back, is just try and injure everybody you wrestle. <laughs> Bad people like I used to do. Fuck <laughs> right, we'll Please. have you wrapping us up, man. I want to go him. Right, cheers, man. Thanks right, so much cheers, for coming on. Right, right. See you later. Love you. Bye. See you later. Bye now. So another fantastic match of wrestling daft <laughs> match. So another fantastic episode. Yeah. <laughs> we fucked up. Daft. We fucked up. Did you? Uh, do you have any matches this weekend? Uh, fuck a day. When am I going? I think I'm going to Carlisle or some shit. Well, he checks that. Let me tell you what. I'm doing this weekend. I'm not doing anything. I'm, going, I'm in Carlisle this week. Gredo's in Carlisle this weekend. I am just getting prepped this weekend. I'm having a weekend of rest, getting ready for Uncle's Live at the Tramway in Glasgow. A week on Friday, three nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, 600 capacity venue, uh, completely sold out, so don't bother trying to come down again. Mines, can I just plug my event? Uh, Guerrero's Big Family Wrestling Bash at the Pavilion, Saturday the 14th of March. The balcony is now open, so the place is going to be packed, jam-packed. We've got WWE superstars, Noam Dar and Wolfgang. I've uh, got myself and plenty of other surprises up the sleeve. It's a great afternoon for all the family. Get your bodies down there right now. And the, these shows are great. They've, they've had great reviews. Oh, top shows. Oh, really? No, just no, just for the fuck for the fucking audience, for the no. fucking boys and all. Oh, aye. It's the Pavilion is a very very special venue. Mm-hmm. That is. No, yeah. it really is good. If you've not seen wrestling on a stage, come and see it. it your, the, I think my shows are a wee bit different. It's, it's a lot more panto. It's a lot more kind of carry on but it's it's, it's it's entertaining and of course remember the pavilion is haunted is it it's got a ghost so you might see the ghost of the pavilion it's uh, a guy that the guy that runs the pavilion murdered <laughs> and flung into the Clyde and tied cement blocks around him because he fucked him out on a contract so it's haunted so check that out so thanks for listening to Wrestling Daft. Listener of the Week! Oh, Listener of the Week has got to... Oh, fuck, who cares, man? Let's see. Um, um, Bobby Carmichael. Listener of the Week. Uh, do you like Bobby Carmichael? Jonathan Cheatham? Uh, <laughs> um, I just like... We're just saying them because they've got cool names. Uh, I, um, I don't oh. want to just get to a, a patron because that seems like no right. fair. What about Graham Curry? Yeah, let's see who is Graham Curry. What did he say? He says cliche as fuck, but I just can't see past Jericho's first night on Raw build up for a week. Yeah, I get to him. I do like a curry. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why I'm invested in Graham. I do like a curry. And he's called Graham. I'm called Graham. Graham Curry, you're listening every week. <laughs> Thanks for a uh, you're the champ. Congratulations. You can have a JPEG fucking put over your waist. Grado, it's your cell. 
Rob Florence. Over here now! It's yourself! Over here now! It's yourself! Over here now!